Welcome to episode 35 of the Underground Freeway Podcast. What's going on, good people? I want to start this thing off really quick. Uh, my per usual, thanking all of my new listeners and thanking all of my loyal listeners. I want to welcome you guys officially uh, to the Underground Freeway Podcast. Uh, once again, I'm coming to you from the Quarantine Chronicles, and um, I'm not coming alone this time. I got a guest, and um, you know I'm very excited to have this guest come on here and chop it up with me and just talk about things that's you know going on. Day to day right now and just, you know, catch a vibe if we can. Um, I got a great deal of admiration and respect for this guy. I, uh, I consider him family, you know, um, he is family. <laughs> uh, I'm happy that he answered the call and uh, he joined us here at the Underground Freeway. Um, his name is Nate Harris. He's a certified school counselor helping to build our youth, you know, our younger generations and, and mold them uh, for great success at the next level uh, in life uh, and collegiate and the collegiate level. Excuse me. Um, you know, he, he's preparing them and educating them for the many things that life's going to throw at them in general and, you know, experiences that college college is going to present to them. We all know if you went to school and, and whether you, you finish school or not, it's a, uh, it's a challenging time in your life. You know, it's a very trying time in your life. And, um, you know, kids definitely need to be prepared uh, to, um, you know, experience the things that will be thrown at them. Every kid doesn't go into it being, you know, prepared, well prepared uh, with support systems, so on and so forth. And he definitely goes above and beyond to, you know, um, help with, you know, <laughs> having these kids prepared, educated, um, you know, confident and uh, focused in, you know, obtaining their goals and, and, and things like that. He's also the head football coach um, promoting the uh, student athlete, excuse me, uh, promoting the student athlete, you know, putting them in the best, best positions to be successful uh, with their athletic abilities and also, um, you know, making sure that they maintain those grades and keeping up the, uh, the student athlete mantra in their head uh student definitely comes before athlete you there what's going on what's going on i just uh introduced you you know and gave a whole spiel about uh you know little things that you um you know do uh, do professionally and you know do for youth so on and so forth um before we start though um before i get this thing rolling i want to address the uh amaya aubrey situation that's cool Sure. Cool. Um, for anybody, I, I shouldn't have to explain the Amaya Aubrey situation because it's all over the news. It's all over social media right now. You know, everybody's making a big deal about it. But um, it's a situation where, like I said, the kid's name is Amaya Aubrey. Uh, I believe he's like 25 years old, a black kid. And, um, you know, he was jogging down a path down in Georgia somewhere where, uh, you know, he consistently made this run. And, uh, Two white men, a father and son, Gregory and Travis McMichael, I believe, uh, you know, they got into a little altercation and uh, they gunned him down. Uh, it was three shots in a video, which is a very disgusting video to watch. Um, but, you know, they gunned him down. He was uh, tussling with one of them. I don't know if it was the father or the son, but he was tussling with one. You heard three shots ring out. 
I don't know if all or one shot hit him, but watching the video, you can see that the, after the third shot, he, uh, you know, the tussle stopped and he, it appeared that he looked to run off again, but his body just dropped lifeless in the middle of the road. Um, everybody's calling for justice, you know, you're looking at all of the social media posts and everybody's saying shit like, oh, you know, they don't like us and, and, you know, they keep killing us. Now, I know this may ruffle some feathers, but for me, I get super aggravated when I hear, you know, black people ask that question, uh, why they don't like us and, you know, why they keep killing us. Let me be clear. I don't care who killed who. When I say that the video was disgusting to watch, it could have been a black killing a white, white killing a black, Hispanic killing a black, black killing Hispanic. Like, I really don't care the race. It's disgusting because the kid got gunned down for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I, I really don't. It's not disgusting for me because a white man killed a black man. It's disgusting because somebody got murdered in broad daylight for no damn reason. Um, but for me, when people when I see the questions, oh, why they don't like us or, or why they keep killing us? I say no shit. No shit. They don't like us. That's not the question I think we should be asking. To me, the question I think that we, we should be asking ourselves is why we don't like us. You agree with that or not? Oh, I mean, to be honest with you, I, I couldn't stomach the entire video. Um, you know, I had to take a peek at it. Uh, someone told me about it. And uh, it, it was shocking. I mean, you, you take out culture, you take out race, you take out identity. I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, the way I look at it, it was someone gunned down who lost their life um, in, in a foolish manner. So Thanks. when you add all the other layers, you know, you add the race, um, you add, you know, the historical content and experiences that uh, African-Americans have been through, you know, it, 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 it multiplies. So me personally, I couldn't stomach the entire video. Um, you know, I had to just watch beginning when they started tussling and, and, and that's all I can do. Um, you know, regarding the topic in general, you know, what, what, what hurts me the most is knowing that, you know, um, you know, I, I have to raise a child in this type of environment and, and, and it's, it's, I know it's going to be tough to teach him when to protect himself, but when to stand down, um, you know, and, and not, and not add fuel to the fire. Um, you know, so regarding the situation in general, the way I feel about it is it's, it's, it's definitely mind-boggling um, in the sense of this. Uh, and and it, it struck a nerve, you know. So my, my first reaction was, you know, what can I do to strengthen my village, you know, my family? How can I keep my backyard safe? Um, you know, because it, 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 this is the reality we live in, unfortunately. You know, so... Um, Overall, my thought process on it is, you know, um, it's, 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 it's mind-boggling and it's, it's insensitive. But at the end of the day, unfortunately, you know, you can't control other people, their perceptions, um, their behaviors, and even their attitudes towards you. So, you know, um, you know it, it's, just, it's just something you can't prepare for. You can't. You can't prepare for it. You're absolutely right when you say that you can't prepare for it. But here's the thing. You said that. You know, uh, it's unfortunate. You said a bunch of different things, mm -hmm. you know, expressing, you know, um, 
discontent with the entire thing that happened, discussed, so on and so forth. Now, I'm not coming for you because I know which, what place you're coming from with what you're saying. I know mm -hmm. that it's genuine. And I'm not trying to say that the celebrities and other people out there are not genuine with their concern and disgust and things like that with situations that happen. But do we have the same energy when we see a black man kill another black man in the same fashion? Because we kill each other a whole lot more than we witness or hear about on the news about a white man gunning down a black a black man. You know, a lot of people step out in in, in um, you know, they 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 put in posts and things like that. We not put in posts when we witnessing other black men killing other black men or robbing other black men for for the, pretty much the same reason. Like stealing somebody's gold chain and killing them to me is equivalent to the white man gunning down a black man running down the street. They both pointless reasons. And, and that's you know. Uh, you know, and, and that's what I would I would have to disagree. Um, cause it, for me, it's always called an effect. Like, all right, we know I deal with inner city youth, young men. Um, a lot of them look at football as a way out. Um, you know, however that's changing. You know, with the culture we're building. Um, you know, guys finding the right path. But my point is, you know, there's always a reason why. You know, that young African American is gunning down someone else. In in I guess for me, it's, it's deeper than culture. It's, it's humanity. That's number one, you know, gunning people down, you know, but as far as you, you it, it's, I just can't sit up here and compare, you know, what's going on in, in the inner city, black on black crime. I can't look at that and compare it to, you know, that video that I watched because the history behind it, Definitely you know, history. and that, that adds, that and, and that's what I'm, that and to me that that's what adds the extra layer, you know. Call and, and it could be right or wrong, but I just it's that's that emotional uh, red button that's pushed, you know. And and, and the history is, is, is influences, you know, those negative thoughts. And so, I think that's you know, exactly not to cut you off. Uh, was you finished? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, all, all I was going to say, harm is harm. No doubt, I agree with you in that way. But the history just adds a whole nother layer to it. And I think that that's the place that everybody, for the most part, not everybody, I think that that's what people, for the most part, that's the position or the, the perspective or the outlook that, you know, they see in this with. It's the history that makes it, you know, worse. Hence why I think the questions come out like, you know, why they don't like us, why they keep killing us. Those type of questions apply to us, too, though. And that's how I'm looking oh, at yeah, it. Definitely. So my thing is, my, my major thing, I don't disagree with the fact that there's bad history behind, you know, it's racism. That's what it is. It's racism. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, they they just doing, ignorance. you know, it's ignorance. That's it. You know, so I agree with all of that. And um, in me trying to make the comparison of a black kid, you know, inner city kid or however you want to view them or, or label them, going to murder another kid, um, you know, because of a gang initiation just because he ain't liking them he don't like him because he having a bad day or because he got something on his body that you know he wants so he like you know what i'm gonna rob this fool take whatever and i'm gonna murder him in the same token the reason why i make that comparison is because there's the the reasons behind both of them is empty whether you kill him for racism or you kill him because of jealousy or the, they both empty reasons my main thing is yep. Everybody is coming out. We need justice or whatever they asking for, you know, with those those white men um, 
for those white men that uh, murdered the kid. But we don't keep this same type of energy when we murder our own. And us murdering our own happens a lot more often, or at least it's on the news a whole lot more often than, you know, the white man gunning down a black kid. I'm not saying that it, it doesn't happen, but we see black kids murdering black men, excuse me, black men, black mm -hmm. folks murdering other black folks more times than we see or hear about, you know, white men gunning down. And they may, that may, it may be a reason behind that. You know, we could take that even further, but I just want to keep it on what we do know. We should take that same energy, you know, like you said, you're dealing with inner city youth, you're teaching them. I, I spoke about it prior to, you know, you coming on the line um, and being a certified counselor and definitely educating and preparing the, the, the young men and women of all races uh, for the next level of life and, you know, their collegiate experiences and things like that. Um, it's not just you, though. You know, yeah, you're a man of influence. You you have a great deal of influence in your area and you're doing the most that you can with it. But I'm talking about these dudes with huge platforms that just went out there and posted all over social media. And we got somewhat of a win getting these guys uh, arrested. I don't think, you know, that's the end all be all because I don't really care for an arrest. I care for the conviction. Zimmerman was arrested. People forget Zimmerman was arrested, but he he out, he chilling, and he also gunned down a a, a young black kid, right? The uh, the the kid with the hoodie, Trayvon. Most death, most death. So, I, just just for clarity, um, you know, I'm I'm not saying it's okay, you know, one one is you know okay and one is not. Facts. You know, I'm just saying you can't ignore the 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 history and the, and the 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 damage mental and emotional, you know. Um, that that was influenced by, you know, everything that happened in the past. And even more so, if what if people didn't use that social media platform and make a big fuss about it, right. they could still be free. You know, so I I, I don't want to sit up here and say that one is worse than the other because it's not. But right. what I am going to say, I'm proud of the people that do, you know, stand up you know, and, and speak their part because it could be worse. So I appreciate their effort um, and, and, and using their voice, you know. Yeah. Could it be more consistent? Of course. I need more. I agree with what you're saying 100%. Um, yeah. I, but I need more. I need more, man, because, you know, you mentioning that, that inner city kid going through what he's going through, you know, it's not just the inner city kid going through what he's going through. Like, there's a perpetual... Uh, thought process and mindset like it's almost like we train to think and act and react to different things as a black race stemming from slavery mm -hmm. obviously you know this is about two three hundred years four hundred years old um worth of uh you know a mentality that they instilled in us you know so when you're talking about that inner city youth and things like that i think that that's just effects of things that we were taught during slavery um so it's a, you know, it's a perpetual effect going on. And it's like us as, you know, the OGs in a black race now. Um, every, every, you know, generation, uh, there's rumbles. Oh, you know, you need to give back to the young generation. We got to raise them right. We got to break the chains. We got to raise them right. We got to break the chains. And now here it is that there's a lot of successful black people out there that can, you know, um, assist in breaking the chains. 
and what they're doing, what they did, while I'm appreciative of it and I like it, I love it, you know, we need more for our own though, you know? And that's where that question comes in. Don't worry about why they don't like us because I don't blame them, me personally. I don't blame them for not liking us because a nation divided can't stand. And I feel like the black race is a nation divided. You know, we got a whole bunch of great individuals. We, we do a lot of great shit. We talented all across the board. Whether we're talking about athletics, the arts, you know what I mean? Like we're, 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 we could be a dominant people, but we're not oh, united. Yeah. We're not united. We're not united. There's a select few that's united, but it's not enough to make somebody else respect us. When we start talking about Hispanics, and the only reason why I'm saying Hispanics is because I got, you know, experience with that, but I feel like every other race sticks together, you know, outside of the black race. But when you're talking about Hispanics, I done seen Hispanics fight and, and you know, straight up dog each other. But when it goes down and it comes time for them to stick together, they stick together in a heartbeat. You know, it's like, nah, I ain't messing with them because they roll deep. They don't play. They represent their own, they, whether right or wrong. I'm going to see a Hispanic stand for another Hispanic. Some, something as simple as a Floyd Mayweather fight. I, done, I got Hispanic friends that's fans of Floyd Mayweather. And then when as soon as he fought a Hispanic fighter, they flipped quick. Oh, I hope he beat Floyd Mayweather ass and shut him up. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's a stupid example, but it's like we don't even do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I got to agree on the grand scheme of things. You know, unity is something lacking, um, you know, in, in African-American culture, you know, and obviously, the, the, and it starts with communication, you know, so I agree with you, like, on on a, on a, on a grand scheme of things, but, like, I had, just from hearing you talk, it just makes me realize, like, it, it takes me back when I grew up. Like, and that's culture, right? Upbringing. Like, right. in my household, like, rule number number one was to protect protect families, you know, and I think a lot of a lot of African-American cultures are like that in the household, but for some reason it can't overflow into, you know, the, the house down the block right? or, or, or the neighborhood around the corner, yeah. you know, and that goes back to that unity you talk about that we lack, um, but it, it, it's all about empowerment, you know, and, 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 and you know, I, I would like to believe that that needle is being moved and pushed for. You know, whether it's someone famous like, you know, a LeBron James, an athlete, or you know, a, a, a rapper. You know, um, but uh, you know, I would like to say progress is being made. Is it enough? I don't know. I don't know if I'm the man to answer that, but you know, I, and that's why I think it's important that we all do our part, right? You know, and 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 so on the grand scheme of things we're not putting it together. You know, that's why I think it's better on, 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 a, on a micro level. You know, everybody keep their grass cut, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and then sooner or later, we be to spread that, that wealth amongst each other. But right now, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's the good fighting the bad. You know, every step forward, we might take two backwards because of a situation like this. You know, and it's hard to rebound from it, you know, but, and as much, as you say, we got to be better by everyone else. You compare us to other cultures. I mean, uh, how many other cultures really had to experience what we did to that extent? Right. That's and a still fact. going through it. That's a fact. You know, so it's, 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 I don't know if it's comparing apples to apples, you know, but on the macro, um, 
scheme of things, I agree, you know, but that's why we got to, we got to slow it down and worry about ourselves and then spread that love. Cause you, you can't be broken trying to, trying to fix somebody else. We nah, all back. Absolutely. You can't, you most certainly can't. <laughs> and that's probably, probably what's been happening. That's why the shit never got fixed. But, um, you know, this ain't an overnight thing. I know this ain't an overnight thing, but it's just like, damn, you know, I think we, 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 we spending too much time, you know, worrying about the shit that really ain't, uh, important right now when i when i think about those two specific questions that i brought up that i seen you know celebrities put and just random people you know saying oh they don't like us why they don't like us and why they keep killing yeah. us yeah like nah man we asking the wrong questions if that's the questions that you want to ask we need to start with self you know they always say you you gotta you know like you just said you can't be broken trying to fix somebody else so you gotta worry about you like you said and then you know take care of somebody else and that's what i think our race needs to do you know um the OGs and the people of influence, they need to be like, all right, you know what? Let me get my, my shit in order before I go out there and, you know, the guns is blazing. Um, yeah, because everyone is not born a leader, you no. know? So, like, it, you got to work on that, and that that's working on yourself as you, like, man in the mirror. Facts. You know, you got you got to work on self first, so, and then then you can blossom out. Um, and that's, you know, maybe maybe it's more more development more life skills training things of that nature we need yep needless to say it's a lot of perseverance uh you know in the black race black culture um with all of this shit that 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 goes on and um i think that that's a perfect segue um switching gears real quick now uh so all right last weekend uh i pretty much spent the whole weekend trying to find a bike uh to no avail um because every place that i looked the, the damn bikes were sold out or, um, you know, I had to order it and I really didn't want to order it, uh, you know, without like getting on the bike and getting the feel for it because, you know, I don't, I'm not, I don't buy bikes usually. So it was a little, a little new to me. Um, and then, you know, the whole curbside pickup thing, everything's just different. So it's a little more difficult now to make a purchase. Uh, but I'm a, I'm a get in the store guy for certain things. And the bike is definitely one thing I wanted to get in the store for just to get a feel of it before making a purchase. Um, which I definitely thought bikes would have been like 200, 250, three, the max. And then when I started looking, I seen prices starting at 300, <laughs> four, 500. Um, and then, you know, Nate hits me and he's like, uh, yo, I, I you know, I got a concept. I've been thinking about this, blah, 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 blah. And, um, you know, it, it was regarding bikes. So I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Cause I didn't even tell you that I was looking at getting a bike. So, you know, we going back and forth talking about, uh, you know, getting a bike and, and why we want to get the damn bike and all of that. Pretty much, you know, to stay active, escape, get out there, just do something uh, with activity that's safe um, with everything going down, going on with this lockdown. And um, then my mom hits me and she's like, oh, you know, they got the damn bike in the back of the garage. So I'm like, oh, shit, I do got a bike in the back of the garage. So, you know, got that, fixed it up a little bit. And um, I've been riding. So, <laughs> The reason why I segue into that is because when you said to me, yo, biking with the whole conversation, mm -hmm. all I heard was perseverance. So when you said biking, yes, perseverance, that's what I thought. I'm like, yo, perseverance. Now, I done had like two, two rides before this show. Not today, but, you know, like this week I had two rides and yeah. I was right for thinking perseverance. Soon as you said, yo, biking, because 
that shit takes perseverance crazy. Like, I don't think I need to explain, but I'm going to explain it briefly. Um, you know, first of all, you got to get your ass up and go. You know, um, <laughs> you got to get your ass up and you got to go. And then the roads is challenging. You know, you don't know like you think, you know, but you don't know until you get out there. And then, you know, the unpredictability of the road taking you up and down, up and down. You know, you got to pedal when you're going up. Obviously, that's the challenging part. Excuse me. And if you know you're somebody that do the whole mountain bike thing and all of that mountains could. Well, a mountain would be intimidating to me, at least, you know, but it takes perseverance. The connection between life and biking is perseverance. You got to have the faith to get up and go. Just get your ass up, go, persevere. And then when you out there and you on these challenging roads, you know, you don't know where the road's going to take you. And even if you are familiar with it, when you in a car and you want a bike, it's totally different how you handle and maneuver the roads, you know. Um, ultimately, in a car, the job's being done for you. But on a bike, mm-hmm. you control everything. You, you feel me? You know, so it definitely takes perseverance you know, for you to get your ass up <laughs> and go and handle the role, um, you know, through all challenges. Now, um, you brought it up to me. What did biking mean to you? Because mm-hmm. we never got into what biking meant to you. Yeah, it's, 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 it, it, it means a lot. You know, it's full circle. You know, it, it, it's definitely a simile, a metaphor like um, you talk about, you know, RIP Nipsey, uh, Marathon. Um, you know, you brought up perseverance. Um, you know, you, 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 you brought up the, the road terrain. You know, it could be smooth. You could be up a hill. You know, <laughs> you know the weather. Like, life, life is always changing. Um, you know, and so is that bike ride. I know you mentioned that you just dusted off your old bike that you had. And I'm sure it didn't take you long to learn to, to remember how to ride it. You know, yeah. and, that, and that's how life is. You know, you you may fall off. You may put that bike up. You, you know, you may get distracted or or off the path. But you know, at the end of the day, you you got to put one foot in one foot in front of the other and be resilient. You know, um, uh, me personally, like I, I I like to say, not I like to say, but the truth of the matter is, I've been through I've been through, through some things. You know, as far as my upbringing, you know, I, I like to say I was you know raised in the typical single parent you know my mom raised seven kids by herself where it was it was survival of the fittest um and despite not wanting to go through that experience it made me who i am today Thanks. you know and that and that's how biking is you know the first time you learn how to ride a bike you won't fall yep but there's a choice to get up and you know get up bike try again um and, and, and there's always challenges it's, it's always a learning experience um, and what you know, two one, two lives that you have are never the same. You know, that's like when you wake up today, and, or tomorrow. You know, it, you never know what challenge is, is, is gonna gonna lay in front of you. So, like I said, I, I just like the fact that life is a marathon. You know, for those that are blessed, um, those of us that are blessed, blessed to live it. Um, but it's also forever changing, and that's when the challenges come. You know, and I think. That's what separates, you know, the the, the, the the people that really want it is how passionate are you? You know, do you want to learn about the bike? You know, because it ain't just about riding it. You don't have to fix it. Yep. You know, just like you got to fix yourself. Maintain. You know, so I, I just, I just, I just love that metaphor, um, you know, 
bike is life. It's a marathon, you know, and it's, it's, it's always a challenge. So that's definitely, uh, that, that's what I was thinking. Um, you know, especially in a time like this with everything going on, you know, there, there's people that, you know, got it good, you know, better than others. There are people that have a lot to work on, but, you know, we all have that opportunity to ride that bike, you know, and, and, and fight through it. So you're one of the most persevering people I know, and you touched on it a little bit, you know, with saying that you, um, you know, your upbringing wasn't the best, uh, took perseverance for you to get to where you at today. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, with everything that you've been through, uh, it was a, a big time mental battle. I'm sure. Um, you know, obviously you're a sports guy, student athlete. There was physical battles along that journey also that, uh, helped put you in, you know, the, the position that you in today with the influence and, you know, your, um, success in your career. Um, what keeps you going? What kept you going? What keeps you going? You, you know, you're talking about that perseverance, but what was it that motivated you or kept you going on the path that you knew you had to continue to persevere to this point? And in this moment, you know, being that we're in this lockdown, nobody, nobody could have predicted that this hill was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? We didn't see this hill uh, as we're riding. And then we all get, you know, slammed. Obviously, we all got to adjust. We all had to adjust. But what motivated you, you know, in your upbringing to remain perseverant? And, um, you know, what keeps you going now? What do you tap into for you to stay, you know, on path uh, and, and continue to persevere? I, I think it's, it, it's twofold um, as far as what keep, what kept and continue to keep me going. Um, it's, it's not not enjoying, you know, that 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 moment that's not appealing or not beneficial to me, you know. Like I said, growing up in, in, in my, you know, and and not not just me, it's millions of other people in my situation. So not to say that it's unique, but it was non-traditional. Um, and growing up in that, it's not that I wanted to deal with it. Um, you know, whether it was, you know, having one mom working, you know, sixteen-hour shifts back to back, you know, running with my older brother. Um, you know, just, just living, living that life, um, you know, where you gotta, you gotta live, live and learn on the fly. Um, but you know, I never won, like I said, it's not one to be in that, that negative situation, you know, just wanting to fight back. Um, you know, cause every challenge, you know, there's a reward depending on how you approach it. So, um, I, I, I had a lot of experiences that really, you know, snowballed, they, they built up. You know, and because I was blessed to be around big homies, you know, like I'm talking about mentors, whether it's a coach, uh, 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 uncle, um, you know, a, a, a father figure that I had. Like I had enough male role models, you know, redirect me um, and turn me the right way. Mm -hmm. um, so that was the second part of it. You know, so it was part of it, like I said, it was, it was the man in the mirror saying, you know what, I need to do better. Um, and, and this is not what I want for myself. This is not what I want for my family moving forward. You know, and then it's, it's, it's blessed to be around people that, you know, pulled me, pulled me by the rope, showed me, showed me what was right. You know, and that's why I think I'm so indulged in what I do because it was already paid for for me. You know, the blueprint was laid down, um, you know, and, and 
and that 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 plays a direct effect in the role that I play. Um, you know, in, in education and athletics, you right. know, building building those life skills and pushing guys. So, you know, it's just it's just not liking the situation. You just get tired of it. It's like getting your it's like getting your ass kicked, you know. Time after time and at some point you just like, you know what, I, I ain't getting my ass kicked no more. You know, and, and I think it was perfect timing because when I was ready to overcome, you know, whether it was, you know, uh being more independent you know, problem solving on my own, you know, I'm not saying I, you know, I provided what I needed, but I, I learned how to adapt right. um, and mentally think and problem solve, you know, so it made me a stronger person, you know, going through the, through the ringer. And then, you know, I was blessed to be around some people that knew a little bit and they took me under their wing and, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, was, it was just time. And then, you know, that's, that's been my motto since then, you know, it, it's not, it's never about you. Like you, you is that that's regular. That's we already know that that got to go down. It's, you know what you gonna do for for the man next to you, right? You know the guy fighting for you, and that's the model. And that's exactly what we was touching on uh, in regards to the Amai Aubrey situation. Uh, that quick debate about you know pretty much our race, you know, picking up the slack for the next and standing for each other, so on and so forth. So mm-hmm. that's definitely key that you said that. Um, but uh, for the kid or for the adult, the human that that don't have the strength or don't have the perseverance or the ability to adapt as you did, what do you say to them? You know, everybody's it, dealt. It, everybody's dealt. You know, you're good. Everybody's dealt, you know, a different hand to play. And um, some are worse than others. You know what I mean? Not saying that your hand was was the worst or it was the best or Mm -hmm. there's you know there's no um like uh i'm not trying to put a label on on you know what you have experienced what you experienced in your life is is you know enough for you that's what you were you know whatever to handle so for somebody else that just doesn't have that ability to adapt or you know they're they're in a worse place mentally than you they they really just ready to quit you know what do you say to that person you know, how do you motivate that person to to uh, start paying more attention to persevering through whatever's going on, seeing the bright side, increasing the faith and, you know, getting tired of whatever it is like using that situation as fuel opposed to, you know, letting it defeat them. Yeah, I mean, definitely, I would say, you know, no matter what, you know, there's always a a bigger, badder dog, and there's always a dog going through more issues. Um, so I just want to put that out there so I agree with you. But, you know, in, in terms of the person that, you know, don't have the the, 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 the ability to, to push forward, you know, from within, you know, I say step one is worry about what you can control um, or worry about what you're good at controlling. Because, you know, it's like when I have a meeting about a kid, you know, at my job, um, you know, when a, a student or an athlete, the entire meeting is negative. It's like, okay, like this is a human being. This person is getting up. They're fighting through stuff. They're doing something positive, you know. So the first part of it is, what are you doing right, you know, and build off that, you know. Um, you know, that's the first thing I would tell them. And then number two, you got to use your resources. I'd be lying to you if I, if I said I never failed or, you know, I never, I never was hurt. Mm-hmm. Or emotional, or I never felt like I was down and out. Like that's that's it. 
Like that's the marathon. That's the bike ride. Right. You know, you got it. They say roll with the punches and it's not easy, you know, but I was blessed to have people around me. And then when those people weren't around me, you know, I, I was never too prideful to reach out to, to my close friends, you know, and it, 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 and that's about networking, you know? Yeah. Um, so despite the cards you dealt, there's still other players at the table. You know, what are you doing good? How resourceful are you? And if you're not, because sometimes it's not easy to be, 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 be resourceful for yourself. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, okay, I'm going through something. I have a problem. I cannot do it alone. You know, so, you know, it's, it's, you know, you got to use the people around. Yeah. Yep. I found myself saying the same exact thing, um, not only to myself, but, um, and you see, I mean, I'm not in a position where, uh, you know, like I, I struggle personally with, you know, adjusting or persevering or anything like that, because like you, um, you know, there was a lot of fending for self going on. So, you know, I have that ability that's innate in me to, you know, be independent, uh, figure things out, adapt to whatever circumstances, so on and so forth. So while, you know, I got to leg up in that regard, like you, um, you know, I want to know if you agree with this uh, assessment or statement um, it's more difficult for you to lean on someone else, the help of someone else. Like for me, I'm just so used to, you know, being the opposite of everything that you just said, you know, for that person that can't persevere, struggles with adjusting, so on and so forth, uh, it's better for them to lean on that help, you know, not be, um, shameful, uh, to take the help. Um, but for somebody like myself, uh, and you as well, um, that, you know, we're more on that independent side and, uh, a little bit more, you know, suited to adapt, adjust, deal with those circumstances. Um, I, I don't want to say that I'm hesitant, but I'm not uh, I'm not as free and open to, you know, receiving help from the outside. You, not easy. It, it's not easy. I know. You're damn right. <laughs> you're damn right. It's not easy. <laughs> yeah. It's not, you it's know. It's a process. And that shit, that's definitely a battle for me because... You know, uh, like like you just said, I mean, it ain't no getting around it. There's no other way to put it. It's, it's definitely a blessing. It's a gem in people who, you know, extend their hand out there with uh, genuine motives to, you know, bring you up, uplift you and, th and things like that. But uh, just just coming from, you know, what I came from and, you know, you you the same. Um, you know, there's that there's that. Uh, skeptical feeling. Uh, there's that I got mm -hmm. it, man. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm used to doing this. I do this by myself. You know, when you shun that hand that might genuinely be there to pick you up and and you know help. So it's that you damn right. It's a process. Um, and that, that like I've said it on the show before. That's something that I struggle with. But uh, most certainly I agree with you. You know, for that person that is out there, you know, and you um you definitely struggling. And you, you find it very hard to persevere because you view your situation as overwhelming or, you know, at its end. It's definitely not at its end. Um, you know, it's not easy. He, he mentioned, you know, that journey, that bike ride. I mentioned that journey, that bike ride is, you know, it's unpredictable. You know, it's challenging. You need to know that before you suit up and you get up and go uh, and you hop on that bike, whether figuratively speaking or, you know, it actually being you hopping on a bike for whatever fitness reasons or to get outside to escape. It's a journey. Um, just to make light of the, uh, 
the situation a little bit, you know, speaking from a physical standpoint, when I got out there and I started riding that bike, I realized real quick, you know, after taking two months off and some change from the gym that this shit was going to be a, a journey for a challenging journey for me. And I definitely had to persevere, not even five minutes into my ride. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, whether you physically doing it or, you know, you, you, uh, you, you viewing this thing as your bike ride, uh, in life. Um, everything he said is definitely key. I agree with it. You know, I feel the same way. And, um, just to tie in the beginning conversation that we had, you know, shit, we've been on this journey for a long ass time as a black race. Um, and, you know, we, we definitely need to do better, be better. We got some OGs, you know, we, we in positions of power now. And, I mean, I'm not making a call. I don't know none of these dudes. But some way, somehow, you know, these cats in the position of power, they got to they gotta come back down, you know, and, and build up these generations, the younger generations, um, you know, at a greater scale at a higher level, that level that they're at to, um, you know, get these guys on board with, you know, protecting the next man, uh, protecting your brother, uplifting your brother. And, um, you know, asking that question, uh, you know, why don't I like my, my, my people opposed to why they don't like us, you know, to just to take it a step further, you know, even our women, they, they out here wanting to look like the exotic chicks. I know I'm taking this shit way left field. But that's just another example of us not even liking us. You don't even like the way you look so much so that you got to go and, you know, try to uh, emulate another race. Whatever. I don't know. Um, all in all, we just we got to do better as a race, man, because um, ain't nobody going to respect us as long as we a nation divided. Uh, you got any anything else, big dog? Yeah, man, I, I just want to say, man, it's, that's, I guess two things. I don't know. I see a lot of things in, in pairs. Um, number one, you know, don't, every cookie, every cookie cutter ain't the same. Facts. You know, so he, he, we we all we all heard, you know, the analogy, you know, the cookie cutter. But you know, it depends where you get that cookie cutter from. So know who you are, know your strengths, know your weaknesses. Um, and 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 the, and the last thing is just you know care. And I, that's one thing, you know, despite. I don't care what's going on around you. You know, if you're passionate about it, you know, if, if you take those emotions and you, you use it and channel it the right way, you know, and you put some care, some care on it, um, anything's possible. You know, nice. so I, I, I appreciate you um, having me on uh, as a guest on the show, and you know, hope, hopefully, hopefully you'll bring me back on. But we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it ain't no hopefuls. You, hey man, you answered the call this time. You know, you definitely got on here and you uh you represented, um, and I'm def I'm happy about it. You know, because I've been going at it by myself. People definitely have been, I don't want to say scared, but scared to uh to hop on here. So you know, you showing that courage and, and you stepping out there to kick it with me and uh, and uh, catch a vibe. That's uh much appreciated. And hopefully, you know, everybody else could follow suit. And, um, you know, we keep this thing going, but as long as you're trying to come on here and build, man, I know you got something worth talking about in your brain. So I ain't got no problems with you coming on and expressing it. Just let me know. You say, the yeah, word. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a listener. I'm, I'm a listener, you know, so, <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been motivated, you know, I'm inspired, uh, by the podcast. So, you know, I look forward to playing any role that I can. Man. Dope. Much appreciated. You know, trying, trying to put my fingerprint on it. 
Nice. That you did do. Now we got to put the rest of them fingerprints on it. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, bro. Appreciate you, man. All right. Take care. Peace. Yeah. So that's the show, man. I um had the fam come on. I hope y'all enjoyed that uh little powwow I had with the family. It's um it was cool to me. <laughs> I liked it. Uh it was a vibe. Definitely uh started off somewhere that I didn't think we was gonna start off. But you know, when there's a vibe, things tend to come together and I feel like that definitely came together. Um I'm proud of it. I hope you guys are proud of it. I hope you guys take, you know, um, if you agree with anything that was said, I hope you guys yourselves take it upon yourselves to, um, you know, contribute whatever it is that you could contribute to society. Um, I don't care what race you are. Let's be clear. This wasn't just about black and white or any segregation or separation. This, this is nothing about that. I love all people. I don't care about your skin color, your race, and none of that. Um, but, you know, facts are facts. Reality is reality. And I prefer to just bluntly talk about it. And, you know, that's why I expressed what I expressed, how I expressed it. Um, I stand firm on that. I'm always going to stand firm on that. And I welcome anybody else that has an opinion or perspective about the matter or any other matters that comes close to what was discussed here today to um, hit me up, you know, talk to me, come on the show and let's talk about it. Uh, I think the the more, you know, people engaged in the conversation, the bigger the conversation can become. And, you know, with the conversation becoming bigger, that means more people are starting to hear it. And ultimately, that's what I want. I want the conversation to be heard by many people. So, you know, some real change could happen, not some for fake change, you know, or change that kind of promotes or helps a different cause other than, the the substance of the matter um so that's the show ladies and gentlemen um till next episode your boy preach is signing out um i love y'all i thank y'all so be it